Welcome to Star Wars Rant Podcast, episode number 37. I am your host, Brian Seddon, and uh, joining me this evening is Mr. Chad Viss. Greats. And that's it. That's all we have is just me and Chad, because uh, B-Nob is, is not here tonight. And I'm not going to say it has anything to do with his loss in the debate, um, <laughs> but it's more, it's, more has something to do with you not you not doing the podcast on the normally scheduled evening. Well, I don't think we had to bring that up, but, <laughs> but uh, I like to think it's more just that uh, B Knob is just still licking his wounds. Yes, from his defeat to uh, Dave Man. Although I will say, um. He was proven right on one uh, one question, and uh, so I'll just give him a little a highlight here. Uh, a big part of the debate between uh, B-Nob and Dave Mann was, did Luke ever turn to the dark side? And somehow we all forgot that when he, uh, after he kind of hacks on Vader for a little bit and stops, and then he throws his uh, lightsaber down, he says, I'll never turn to the dark side. So... Uh, you know, after review, another point for B-Dob, although he still would have lost, so. <laughs> so there's that. Anywho, who cares about that? Because Star Wars Celebration is over, and obviously the big news is the Last Jedi teaser trailer. Yeah. Chad Viss. You stoked? Me. Did you like it? I did. I liked it a lot. <laughs> so, um... So, you know, I think uh, reviews have been positive. And, again, I know it sounds silly to say a review of a trailer, but, um, you know, we're actually going to uh, play it for you and then actually have a breakdown of the trailer. And then we'll we'll jump into some um, other Star Wars news um, that came out of Celebration and then some stuff that's kind of come out afterwards and then um, see where it goes from there. But... Um, I will say, so I've talked to a few people about the trailer and I've actually had, uh, met two people that did not like the trailer, which, um, I didn't really get, I didn't talk about why I didn't get good reasons. Why? What reasons did they give? Um, they just didn't like the feel of it. It it was, it was kind of nonspecific. So, um, again, I mean, it wasn't trying to be contrarian. I don't know. I don't know if it's carryover. Maybe they weren't enthralled with the force awakens i don't know maybe they didn't like the whole you know the jedi must end thing from luke do they listen to this podcast uh aware of? i believe one does the other i do not he may but i don't think he does Because this doesn't sound like people that like star wars no they like them i they don't like know <laughs> um anywho so you know let's do this let's go ahead we're gonna play the trailer for you um and again i know just that's, imagine what it looks yeah, just like use your imagination um and then uh we are going to play bits and pieces of it and uh break down do a do a trailer breakdown 
for you. So, without uh, further ado, ado, here is the uh, the trailer audio. <laughs> We're getting high tech here. Oh man! So. It's glory. Um, so here's what we're going to do. We are going to um, play bits and pieces and then I'll stop it and then we'll kind of talk about what, what we, uh, you know, what's going on there. So, and I will talk through, I guess, um, some of it to, to paint the picture, if you will, you well, know, or to remind you. Yeah, say so hopefully they've watched this a few times already and they, they can yeah, mentally well, picture it. But you never, you never know. You never know. Sure. So, all right, here we go. Black screen. No, <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> all right, so we get like a rock. All right, so I'll stop there. So Ray looks like she falls or, you know, down to the ground. Um, she's gasping for air she's sweating she looks drained possibly physically emotionally you know um so obviously you know we think she's this is part something to do with the training that she's going through with luke um i wrote down you know is she having another force vision because that breathing how she's doing like that it's kind of the same thing that happened to her in force awakens um you know maz's castle uh, Chad, any input there? Uh, yeah, tra- training is like your initial reaction. What if I thought, though, also the time where Luke on Dagobah kind of goes through his little trial and sees Vader's face, sees Vader, and then sees his face in Vader's mask? 
what if she's yeah. having some kind of you know trial of that magnitude that causes her those reactions yeah something like that you know actually i thought there's another part that'll come up that i thought maybe um it's something like that with her but um or you know i wonder too if maybe she's seeing uh uh, the Jedi get destroyed sure. you know, by Kylo Ren or yeah. something like that. But, um, all right. So then, um, you know, also the music, if you listen to, I wrote down um, some of the music themes I could pick out. So um, you're hearing the Force theme mm-hmm. is what we're hearing. So that's kind of cool. Um, so we'll let it play a little bit, then we'll stop and kind of uh, talk about it again. So now we got the Lucasfilm logo coming up. Here's the force theme. Breathe. Just breathe. Now, reach out. All right, so we'll stop there. So uh, obviously we get to hear Luke. First time we get to hear him speak, and he tells us to breathe. He tells Ray to breathe. Um, just breathe. We're seeing really, uh, you know, beautiful actually landscape shots of Act Two, where Luke's been uh, held up um, for. Um, I don't know if they've said how long, but for a long time. And um, obviously, this is the uh, where the first Jedi Temple was. And um, then there's a shot of Ray, kind of like. Um, I don't know, standing next to this, like a, the water and it's splashing. You hear the waves. Um, some people are saying, you know, is she uh, doing something with the force in the water? I don't think so. I think she's just standing there. Um, <laughs> and it probably won't even make the movie. So that's the <laughs> interesting thing right. is how many of these shots won't even make the movie. Yeah. Um, all right. And then um, it jumps to... Um, so Luke says, breathe, just breathe. We see the landscape shots of Octu. Um, Ray's standing over some waves crashing. And then Luke says, now reach out. And he says, what do you see? And at that point, too, we see uh, Ray's hand on the ground. And there's some rocks levitating. Um, so kind of similar to, you know, her uh, Luke's training with Yoda. Um, you know, and the whole levitating rocks. And Superman. It's kind of. And Superman, right before he flies, though. Right. I don't think Ray's going to fly. I don't know. Maybe she's just going <laughs> to jump real high. Yes. Well, they can do that. Mm-hmm. Jedi can. Mm-hmm. So, um, all right. So let me back it up, and we'll keep playing it. Here we go. Reach out. Light. All right, we'll stop there really quick. I understand. But he says, Luke says, um, reach out. What do you see? And the first thing we see um, is Leia on what to me looks like some type of battleship. Um, looking at like a hologram map. I don't know what the map is. And um, Chad could you pick anything out that you hear the whispers in the background? Yeah, you hear her say, help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Right, so Hope. you hear her say, help me, Obi-Wan, from A New Hope. Um, and then also the music is now switches to Ray's theme mm-hmm. um, from Force Awakens. 
<clears throat> so uh, so that's the light. Darkness. All right, now we got darkness. And Chad, why don't you explain what we see there, if you remember? Well, that's where you see Kylo Ren's mask melted and destroyed lying on the ground. Yes, was uh, smoldering, if you will. Yeah, good word. Um, smoldering, yes. And then we um, we don't know if Kylo did that. If uh, you know what what's the deal with that? You think Kylo did that? Who? It's hard to speculate on that. I mean, I have yeah. no idea. Um, and I heard some people say it was Vader's. I don't know how they got that. I mean, you can clearly see the Yeah, lines. I mean, I see at the fir- very first second you see it, maybe that's the first thing you think. But, if yeah, if you look at it at all, you can tell that it's not. Yeah. So, um, and then uh, what else do we hear, Chad? Do you, well, Obi-Wan you is talking, out? but it's I, I've had a hard time exactly figuring out what he's saying. So, so we hear two things. We hear uh, Vader breathing. Right. And I, I can't remember where that comes in, if it's before or after Obi-Wan talks. But Obi-Wan says, uh, seduced by the dark side. Okay. I mean, basically, that's when, you know, from A New Hope, when Talking he's telling Luke, yeah. Luke yeah, that uh, Anakin was seduced by, by the dark side. Or Vader was. I, I apologize. Vader was seduced by the dark side. Um, and... Again, the music switches to uh, Kylo's theme from Force Awakens. All right, so this is the next one. Uh, This is probably the most interesting one. Yeah, so she says the balance. And, you know, when I first saw it, I couldn't actually make out, like, what the – what they're showing mm-hmm. um but it's actually books on a bookshelf that looks like it's in the middle of a tree right which if you've listened to the podcast we've talked a lot about the force tree and the trees and um so you know maybe some significance there i don't know but um she says the balance um and um you hear yoda's voice and he says surrounds us and binds us and that's from uh, Empire Strikes Back when he's talking about the Force to Luke. Um, and then we see the page or the cover of uh, the Journal of the Wills, and um, it has so we know the. That's how do we? How did that conclusion come? Be, because on the uh, the actual Journal of the Wills, that's the the cover on the book. The Jedi symbol. The Jedi logo. Okay. Right. Correct. Is that the only book that could possibly have that symbol on it? I mean, I can't say. F- That's what for I'm saying. Sure. How we know that it's automatically the Journal of the Wills. I mean, I understand the assumption that that might be the case. It's obviously. I mean, I. I think it has to be. That's. I mean, yeah. that way you can you can tie in. Uh, you know. The or at least that it's the there. And, maybe. I mean, even if that's not right. it, because if there's more than one book. And it was covered in dust, so it obviously hadn't, yeah. at this point, you know, it hadn't been seen or disturbed for quite some time. Right. Well, and then, you know, Lucas, when he first did, wrote Star Wars, you know, he right. it was going to be the the mm-hmm. Guardians of the Wills or right. Journal of the Wills or whichever. And, the, and again, the Wills are uh, the people, right? Right. I believe so. 
Yeah. So they're the uh, like Chira mm-hmm. and Bays. Um, they protect basically like the history and the s- story of the Force. Um, I don't necessarily. The, I guess the Jedi, but um, but more so the Force. Do we? Is there speculation on whose hand that is? Because it have that that kind of wipes the dust away. It has a a glove on it. It's a yeah, glove I've heard. Hand. It's a brown glove. Um, I think it's Luke. You know, it's uh, it's a right hand. Yeah, it's a right hand. So you'd think he'd be covering up his uh, Mm -hmm. his robotic hand, and he's not. um, He's not wearing like you know the Return of the Jedi black garb, so he wouldn't have a black glove. I mean, if he wants to match his outfit Uh that we see at the end of Force Awakens, a brown glove makes sense. You know, sure. So I don't know. Um, I would assume it's Luke though. And then uh, you also hear. I don't think there's any significance, but you kind of hear like a faint lightsaber kind of lighting up um, more so as it transitions to the next scene. So, so what just did, to recap. Yeah, say, what did Yoda say again? Remind, say that again. Oh, so R- Yoda says surrounds us and binds us. Okay, talking about and the it, force itself. Correct. So Ray says she sees light and she sees Leia, and uh, we hear Leia say, help me, Obi-Wan. Ray then says darkness and um, and again we don't know that she sees we we're saying she sees we don't know that she actually sees we, yeah Leia. we see this it's good we yeah, see that right, yeah right. so I should I should be clear on that but right. she, she says light um, we hear Leia say help me Obi Wan she says darkness we see Kylo Ren's mask um, we hear Obi Wan say seduced by the dark side and we hear Vader breathing she says the balance. And again, that's when we see the what we believe or some the Journal of the Wills, and we hear Yoda say, "Surrounds us and binds us," and we see the old uh, Jedi logo. Um, and I'll back up just a second, and then we'll we'll hear Luke again. So much bigger. All right, so there we have uh, Luke say, "So much bigger," which what we believe is um, aside from what he says at the end of the trailer is, is a big part of what uh, where the story's headed. Um, you know, what is the force? Is it light? Is it dark? Or is there more, which obviously Luke says it is. Um, and then just um, we'll talk about that, but then it just kind of cuts to a big landscape scene, actually kind of a cool scene, but you see Ray uh, training with the lightsaber and Luke is, you know, several, uh, feet above her, you know, higher on the little mountain cliff thing there, kind of like watching over her. Um, but, Chad, what say you on the, so much bigger? Yeah, I mean, it's what we've been talking about when you look at Rebels and the Bendu and all the things that they're trying, it seems that they're trying to focus on in on the Force um, itself. And I think Luke... As we get to the end, obviously, of what he says, is understanding that it's not only what the Jedi said, and it's definitely not what the Sith had said, but it's it's bigger than just what those two groups have put the Force into. Like the for- they have put the Jedi put the Force into this box that served their purposes, and the Sith did the same thing. But I think Luke is saying there's so much more to it than just that; those two things. Um, and that is what she is, 
he's asking her to reach out and tell her tell him what she sees she sees light she sees dark and then she sees balance of those and he's saying well that's great but it's more there's more to it than that and i think that we're going to find out that luke has learned a lot in his you know time on octu by himself um, probably since the demise of what he was trying to do and follow in the jedi council steps um, and he's learned a lot about the Force that we probably have never seen in a film. Yeah, so so it would seem too then that you know he now um, knows more about the Force than Yoda and Obi Wan and you would kind you know, of every, everyone so. before him. Yeah, yeah. So um, especially so we'll if, see where that goes. Especially yeah. if he's if he has found the old manuscripts that obviously even the Jedi didn't have. Right. You know. You know what I would like to see? I would like to see like um you know they always talk about the prophecy of the chosen one. Like I would like to see like what it actually said. Mm. You know, I don't know if they've ever shown that anywhere, but sure. uh that'd be kind of cool to see. Um and then uh all right, so we'll we'll continue. Then, you know, though we we get into kind of more like the Star Wars music. There's no more themes, but it it's uh it is kind of like it starts out with kind of like the Star Wars theme, not the main beginning of the Star Wars theme, but you'll recognize it. But it kind of like slows down and almost kind of like brooding. And um, and I think the music the rest of the way is very like uh, is brood, you know, brooding uh, the entire way through. And there's little elements of of the Star Wars theme the dark, that the dark middle chapter of a trilogy, possibly. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, you know, I think it's definitely setting you up for that. So let's go ahead and play uh, some more of it, and then we'll stop here or there. Now, to me, the rest of the – this is when, like, all the action of the trailer starts happening. These parts were not as interesting to me. They were fun sure. to watch, but yeah. um, but I felt like that first part is where we got a lot of the info, and then we'll get it right at the end again. But um, So let's some go ahead cool and scenes, continue. Though. Yeah, no, there were. Right. So we had the uh, these ships. I don't know what you call them. These like speeders. We see this planet called what's the planet called, Chad? Crate. Crate. Um, they're flying down. Uh, what looks like like a desert kind of cliff type yeah. planet. The mining. Uh, very, it's a mining planet that has mining. a lot of resources on it. Yeah. So you see them um, with this red. You know, what people were thinking was smoke coming up behind these speeders. But I guess what it is is they're actually, if you look, uh, they're actually got these tails on the bottom of the ships and they're dragging it across the ground. And it's actually salt, I guess. There's a lot of salt and it's turning red or it is red salt. Um, so I don't know why they're doing that. Um, I would assume there's a reason. But they are speeding towards um, the First Order walkers. Which I guess are called um, gorillas, gorilla walkers, hmm. and um, I don't know if that's the official name, but that's what they're being called. Okay. And I guess they have uh, beefier legs so that <laughs> nobody can, you know, haw them, uh, like on uh, Empire Strikes Back or Spider Man them. Yes, correct. Um, so, uh, so that's what we get there now. You know, you would assume these are resistance fighters flying or you know i don't know if they're necessarily part of the resistance Could because be just, the ships look like 
Yeah, they could just be people on that planet, you know, inhabitants right. of of Crate that are trying to stop the New Order from coming and taking yeah. their salt and all the resources. Which makes more sense, because, like, you see one that kind of just, like, bottoms out, right. like one of the speeders, and it, you know. Whoops, went too too close, sorry. Yeah, so uh, right. they, they look pretty right. old and beat up. Yeah. Um, anyway, cool scene though. It's kind of reminiscent of the force awakens when they're on the water and you got the rooster tails Mm -hmm. going up. Mm -hmm. All right. Then we had Finn in the, uh, tube of healing, the tube of healing (laughs) back to tube. They're not great with words. And that's the best I could come up with the tube of healing. Yeah. Yeah, Well, I came up with that. Uh, Well, you You, should, you should send him an email. They can borrow it. <laughs> um, Gandalf says, the tube of healing. Yeah. But we see Finn, if you remember, he got uh, sliced and diced at the end of Force Awakens. And uh, so he's healing. Did you see someone had translated the, the letters and the wording on that you see on that? I heard. What did it say? Well, the only thing I saw, the one that they knew for sure was stable. Yep. So there you go. And I think if you look closely, there is like um, like the Chinese lottery numbers like you see on a fortune cookie. I believe those are on there. Really? Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, so that's that. He's just kind of laying there. We do know eventually he will uh, be healed and uh, sent on some missions um, in the film. Then we, you heard probably in that uh, little clip there, you heard BB-8 doing his little squeal. Um, you see Poe Dameron running, um, as I don't know what they're on, but it's getting attacked. If it's in the ship, one part of me looks like a ship. Then the other part looks like they're in a hangar, um, as he's approaching his X wing and then you see a big explosion. Uh, and, um, you know, we haven't gotten quite there, but I'll, I'll keep it going. Okay. So there was that. So then, uh, uh, in that hangar to the left, you can see like the engines of an A-wing, which I guess in the um, in one of the space battle scenes you see, you can see the the A-wing flying around. So nice to see an updated A-wing for the A-wing enthusiasts among us. Uh-huh. Um, all right, we'll keep playing here. All right, and we see the Falcon fly in. Chad, who would be flying the Falcon? I don't know. How would I know that? It well, I would you, assume you didn't. You couldn't pause it and see in the window at any point. Well, I would think it'd be Chewie. I don't know. And it could and be Ray. We d- I don't think it's Ray because because she's with Luke. How do you know she's with Luke at this moment? You don't think I she's going to be fighting in a big battle no. at any point in the movie? No, because Jedi don't fly. Once, what? once they're once what? once they start using the Force, what? Well, I I know what? Luke does. We'll Luke does. Anakin does. Obi Wan does. Uh, all all of them do uh, in the prequels. Right, maybe I was just thinking. I was thinking because Obi Wan says he doesn't like flying and he hates flying. That's that's what came to mind. So I apologize. That was a dumb statement. <laughs> I admit it. All right. Once they have the Force, they don't need to fly. Where we're going, we don't need roads. <laughs> Um, but anyway, you get to see the Falcon doing its Falcon thing. Then it shoots to, uh, Ray, um, running with her lightsaber, um, lit up. And that's where I thought, you know, maybe she, you know, is it kind of like a, um, an, 
you know, a uh, Empire Strikes Back thing where he's she's seeing some kind of crazy vision, but I don't I don't know because it looks like she's still an Octu. But, no, but who I have knows? no input on that. All I can tell you is she's running with the lightsaber and she that looks seems like dangerous. angry. Yeah, what? Well, that does seem dangerous. Just saying. Luke should be yelling at her. Don't run with your lightsaber. <laughs> so Point it down. down. Play I told down. You. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it's a knife. Yeah. You're not ready. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> All right. So here we go. She's I running. One truth. Okay. Then I talked yeah, over it, did. but then you hear Luke say, "I know one truth." But in that time, you see Kylo Ren with his cross-guarded. Uh, lightsaber and he's kind of like twisting it and uh he is helmetless and his scar has moved which some people are not happy about um have you heard the controversy there no i just saw what garth or not garth uh what's the director's name ryan just said i moved yeah. it because it looked dumb <laughs> yeah yeah so i think the original scar would have been like on the nose or somewhere thereabouts and so now they moved it kind of like across the eye which anytime you get a scar across the eye i think that looks cool yeah so it's probably a good move and i do know somebody was like giving him a hard time on twitter and uh about making changes and then he uh he sent them a picture of the emperor you know like the first emperor shot they used in that hologram and uh says you see sometimes changes are good (laughs) and and that guy that uh was giving a hard time acquiesced so um but you see him and then uh, like i said you hear luke say i only know one truth and then it cuts to a scene of luke on his knees um next to r2d2 and this is the scene that was from the force awakens when ray has her force vision in maz's castle and where you see Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, no, I say so where you see Luke put his hand up on uh, his robotic hand up on R2-D2. Um, yeah, now whether he's like rehashing the story or or she's seeing the rest of the vision, I, you know. So I'm saying, so is she seeing the future or the past? Uh, I think it's the past still. So it's but, Maz's castle was raised to the ground, rebuilt, and then the First Order came in and destroyed it again? No, this is the, so. What they see there, do you remember the scene I'm talking about? Well, yeah, I do from from her vision where he puts his hand on. Yeah, yeah. So, but in the new trailer, you see you see Luke next to R two, right? And you see the back of them, and then right. off in the distance, you see a burning building. It's a Jedi. Okay, it's a temple. I thought you. I yeah, got. I understood. I misunderstood. You were. I thought you were saying the yeah. building that was burning was Maz's castle, but you were saying where the no. vision took place. Gotcha. Correct. Okay. Correct. She saw the force vision in Maz's castle. I understand. Um, so let me ask you this, though. <clears throat> Conspiracy theory. Okay. What if Luke destroyed the temple? Mm, sure. You know? That, because you don't... he didn't want Kylo to get whatever yeah, he was after. Because he assumed right? he was... Like, yeah, that's a good point. Maybe he was trying to collect all the Vader artifacts... Maybe there's something of significance here, and so him and R2 go there, burn it down to the ground before the First Order shows up, and now they're... Yeah, because like, when you see it, he's there's no one else around. It's just them two, you know, and you'd figure like if there's some, something going on, he wouldn't have time to kind of like sit there and watch it burn. That's, that's an interesting um, thought. That's like completely out. That's like a red... Or not a red herring, but that's like 
a look over here, but we're really tricking you. you know? Yeah. That's a interesting. So probably wrong, but anyway, it's fun to think about. All right. Um, let's continue. All right. So then you get Captain Phasma is back from the garbage. No trash compactor for her. So what did they really right. do to her? She's got a banana peel hanging from her sleeve <laughs> from the garbage. <laughs> um, anyway, you see her. Uh, it looks like they're back in that hangar because there's like some uh, mechanical stuff burning up. And um, anyway, she's flanked by some uh, First Order troopers. And uh, man, that's it. So we'll see what we get from her this time. Uh, completely underutilized, I believe, yeah. in The Force Awakens. So uh, I believe they're going to answer that this go around. Um, all right, we'll continue. Okay, now. <laughs> it's like, that's one second of music for the listeners. Yeah. So now what it goes to is the space battle, and you see these big frigates. The Star Wars. I said frigates. Um, these are the new ones, and I guess, Chad, these are um, – did they mention something about these frigates in the Aftermath books, about these new resistance big ships or something that's they what might. i might i'm saw. sure they do some you know i don't retain every detail and i'm sure it's yeah. talking about the ships probably, probably didn't do <laughs> that um i guess that's what these are and um they look kind of cool um and then you see uh you know you see tie fighters flying around and a wings and x wings and um big big star wars space battle big, looks big really star cool. wars so big hey and so just uh you know a parenthesis here you know what i never understood about star wars hmm. is why why is the rebels resistance their laser color always green they're on their ships and the um not yeah no they're they're, they're red, red and they're the, red the Empire's and the others are green it should be flipped right the bad uh, guy should be red okay right because the lightsabers for the bad guys are what color red it's confusing. But, but turbo lasers and lightsabers different, way different. Well, well, no, I understand, but you would think you'd just kind of, you know, keep sure. the color scheme yeah. the same. Did you see the mistake on the Rogue One box? No, it wasn't a mistake. I saw the controversy about the supposed mistake. No, it's a mistake. No, I looked at mine. It's not coming from the Tie Fighter. The blast is not coming oh, from the fighter. Come it's on. being shot at the fighter. No, yeah, there's no I don't again. remember seeing another it's ship off, in there. It's off picture. It's not. You don't see oh, it. Oh, that's convenient. Look, Isn't that convenient? It, look at it. It's obviously not coming from no. the TIE Fighter. People get upset over the weirdest things. Well, I'm not upset about it. I know. I'm not it. saying you. I'm just saying people in general. But I, I have For those of you that don't don't know, the Rogue One D Blu-ray case had what appeared to be a TIE Fighter shooting a red laser bolt. But upon closer... Um, investigation on my behalf, I thought it appeared yeah, sure. to not be coming from the TIE fighter itself. Yeah, because conveniently there's a, a uh, X-Wing or some type of rebel ship not on you cover can't fit everything. shooting. It'd yeah. be like nose to nose if they it's, put it on the cover. It, apparently it's cloaked. <laughs> yes. It's, it's Star Trek it's now. It's now a Klingon vessel. Yeah. Uh, Photon <laughs> torpedoes will be coming next. That's right. Birds of prey. <laughs> All right, we're nerds. Okay. Anyway, so space battle. It's time for the Jedi to end. What? 
<laughs> All right. So then brooding music, uh, big Star Wars uh, font in red. Um, but, uh, yeah, so Luke says it's time. He says, I know only one truth. It's time for the Jedi to end. Hence the last Jedi. I suppose. Can I say one thing that's about the last Jedi? That phrase that's yeah. been used. So we know the all the legend stuff got thrown out once Disney bought Star Wars or bought Lucasfilm. But they have taken things from legends and they've made them into canon, a la Thrawn, um, and even some of the other things, characters' names and things like that. They're they're borrowing from that, even though that's you know not canon anymore. So the last Jedi. In the in a Legends novel, um, The Shadows of Mindor, uh, Luke Skywalker is explained to the uh, supposedly universally ex- accepted story of Anakin's demise. So, you know, all we see from Luke being told about his fathers from what Obi-Wan says. That, you know, a Je- uh, another a Sith, Darth Vader, killed your father, your Jedi father, Anakin Skywalker. Um and in this book uh the author is matthew stover um and he apparently his collection of works he wrote more than one book was largely accepted by george lucas himself again this is now legend so not canon um but this is the explanation that was given uh to luke about darth vader or about his father's death um and this is taken from the book it says kid in the clone wars everybody knew him Talking about Anakin. He was the greatest hero of the galaxy. When he died, it was like the end of the universe. It bloody well was the end of the Republic. The way I heard it, he was the last Jedi standing in the Temple Massacre when Vader's 501st went in and killed all the Padawans. That's where your father was killed, defending children in the Jedi Temple. He was not only... Wait, who's telling him this? Uh, it Sorry. was one of... I want to say it was Rex, but I don't think so. But it was one of the oh, okay. troopers, uh, gotcha. you know in this book and i'm not sure where this book takes place in in the old canon um yeah. but he says uh he, he was the last jedi stem uh standing in the temple massacre when vader's five first went and killed all the padawans that's where your father was killed defending children in the jedi temple he was not only the best of the jedi he was the last huh? so obviously that's and and whatever that's like a stretch but my point is is that this that thought has been used before referring to anakin and before legends became legends this was the widely accepted explanation that luke got before he finds out that vader is his father um in the way that and the way that the empire and the way that the world and, and the galaxy understood what happened to anakin because people know knew who Anakin was, they knew he was he was the best Jedi out there. He was the best fighter pilot, all that. He was very well known, and then all of a sudden he disappears, assumingly dying with all the other Jedi. And this Darth Vader comes up. So how does the Empire explain where Anakin went? How do the Jedi that are around, or how is the story told? How is that Anakin's life and death? passed on and ex- and just known by the universe and this is the widely accepted story that the galaxy came to understand when it comes to who anakin skywalker was and what happened to him yes that he was killed by vader just like obi-wan told luke but that he was defending the children and he was the last jedi to be killed 
I just thought it was interesting. Again, I doubt that'll be coming to play for the movie at all. But just with the play and words and the t- subtitle of the movie, I thought it was super, super interesting. Maybe just to me, though. No, yeah, I, I think it's interesting. So, um, you know, there was a comic book, um, one of the st- old Star Wars comic books, and it was, um, I mean, it was under the Star Wars yeah. banner, but the, the yeah. I don't know what you call it, the episode mm-hmm. or whatever was The Last yeah. Jedi, the issue. I think they had a few I, of them. I guess them. it was about, yeah, I guess it was just about some, like, old Jedi left on this planet or something. Interesting. But anyway. Um, all right. But so, so when he says though, uh, you know, it's time for the Jedi to end. Um, so a couple things on there. Um, I'm going to give you two things and we've talked about some of this stuff, obviously in, in the podcast before, um, you know, in regards to, uh, gray jedi and 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 the gray part of the force or the middle of the force and so on and so forth but um in the star wars the force awakens the uh the novel um there's a like a poem i guess you would say right in the very beginning of it and a lot of people are talking about this it's from the journal of the wills and it says um first comes the day then comes the night after the darkness shines through the light. The difference, they say, is only made right by the resolving of gray through refined Jedi sight. Hmm. Um, so some people are taking that as, you know, um, as that the movie's going in a direction of, again, defining what the Force is, and going more towards, you know, there's there's like the middle of the force, which we see the Bendu and the Rebels, Star Wars Rebels. He says he's not, you know, light or dark. He's in the middle. And uh, that there's some type of middle ground that the f- they need to get to in the force. I don't know if that makes any sense. Hmm. Um, but so there's that. But then I'll also say this, and then, Chad, I'll let you pontificate um, after this. Um, so Entertainment Weekly had a... Uh, just this week, um, a little a little article or blurb um, says the last Jedi Luke breaks his silence. This is by Anthony Bresnikov or Bresnikin. He's the uh, he does like all the uh, Star Wars stuff for for Entertainment Weekly. Um, but there was a part in here I thought was kind of interesting, and let me see if I can scan to it. Um, let's see. So Mark Hamill's character. In tones, it's time for the Jedi to end. Says, of course, that's not what Daisy Ridley's Ray wants to hear. The Force is just awakened in her, but for Luke, the Jedi Order has brought nothing but agony to him in the galaxy. Especially after his nephew, Kylo Ren, turned to the dark side and destroyed his students. So, uh, says writer-director Ryan Johnson says that disillusionment is what he needed to explain why Luke retreated into exile. And then he says, figuring out where his head was, um, figuring out where his head was at was the very first thing I had to do when I started writing. He says it had to be something that made sense. Why would Luke Skywalker go off to this island? Um, So let's see. I thought I saw another part. So, So that's all it says about, you know, that part of it. But kind of the way I took that is, you know, I wonder if, I wonder if if it's, you know, 
if it's just a, like a grumpy old Luke, uh. just saying, you know, just it needs to end, and Ray's gonna like convince that, him that could be the very somehow. first thing he says, and then right. everything else it happens really after that because she convinces yeah. him. No, man, <clears throat> we still because need you think you. about it. You think about it, like like. Okay, take take the story of the movies and all that out of it, right? Like from a marketing standpoint, like the Jedi sells. Like sure. you're gonna give up the Jedi. You know what I mean? Sure. Um so I don't know. When I read that it made me think, you know, kinda your point is, you know, that's how it kinda starts out and Ray's kinda like, Come on, no But <laughs> <laughs> a proctor you know, lightsaber. It. Yeah. So, but I don't know. I mean, That's, what yeah. what are your thoughts when he said, you know? Well, that uh, that Jedi asked right. Him. The whole thing that that's at the very beginning, and then everything else happens after that is a possibility. The other possibility is that it goes back to his "it's so much bigger" comment. Is that yeah, it has nothing yeah. to do with this specific name put on it. It's not just Jedi. It's time for that philosophy and those ideas to end because the Jedi Council got it wrong. They couldn't even see. A Darth, you know, a Dark Lord in their presence. I obviously got it wrong when I started, tried to redo it again because look what happened when I did that. So it's time for that thought process to be done. It needs to be bigger than just what the Jedi thought. So we're going to go back to the beginning. We're going to go back to the Force before there was a Jedi Order, before there was that group of peacekeepers and take what the Force is originally and that's that's what we're gonna start and that's what we're gonna obviously the world needs a group of people that are can contest kylo ren and and snoke so we have to be those people or we have to be part of that but it's not going to be what the jedi said it's it's so much bigger than that so the jedi need to end this is what we're going to do and we're going to go back to the beginning We'll see. Yeah, you know, I guess it's not all going to wrap up, obviously, in this morning sure, episode. Sure, sure. You know. <laughs> um, There's a lot of possibilities anyways, that know, are interesting and fun to speculate. Yeah. I. Um, but, you know, so so just kind of my overall view of the trailer, though. I mean, I it looks really good. I don't know I'm pretty why. Pumped. Who could say they didn't like it? What is not like to it, like about you know. it? I don't understand. Is it because there wasn't enough? The, okay, but that's a teaser. You know, it is a teaser. If, if that's the reason, teaser. I've if I can't I can't fathom a Star Wars fan. Although there are those out there that didn't like the Force Awakens that claim to be Star Wars fans, which again I yes. don't understand that either. So whatever, everyone's allowed to have their to opinion me. It to me it looks like it actually has the possibility of being better than the Force Awakens because you're going to get more of the Force, more sure. Jedi story more and the lore. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, um, and then again, you're still going to get like, you know, it looks like a huge epic space battle looks really good. And I'm, I'm interested in them not seeing, uh, or not seeing them blow up a, a death star type planet or star killer base or, you know, kind of like empire. I get, I get, I know in that one that didn't happen either, but, um, so we'll see, we'll see where it goes. I will say, I don't know how I feel about a maskless kylo ren the mask is um, definitely makes him cooler i mean it makes him more yeah. ominous yeah now he just kind of looks like a a weirdo uh-huh. and not having a masked villain yeah i mean he's got the scar yeah yeah but 
So I don't know. I don't, needs I don't know. He needs feel a new about hairstyle. That I think that would help a lot. Is it the hair? It's part, part partially. Of it. The hair is maybe a new nose. Very yeah, the new nose. <laughs> wow. No. We didn't see Snoke. Nope. Um, or hear from him. Nope. So. I'm sure, but I know that we will in the trailer. I know we didn't, but I know in the movie. Yeah. There's there's a lot that'll be focusing on Snoke quite a bit. Yeah, didn't see Snoke. Didn't see Chewie. Um, I think we saw everybody else. No C-3PO. Didn't see him. Yeah. No, did not see him. Do we see BB-8? He's... Yeah, we saw BB-8. Saw BB-8. Saw R2-D2. Um, may have seen Akbar when Leia was standing uh, looking at that map. Some people think that was him off to the left. It's kind of hard to make out. Sure. But They were making out? Um, what? They were making that out. part. Yeah. Huh. <clears throat> I was gonna make a joke and I decided not to. So, um, all right. So, any what? So, overall imp- uh, impressions, Chad? I'm I'm excited. Two hundred and thirty some days. Yeah. Till it comes out. Count down to that. <laughs> okay, we yeah, will start now. Every every week for the every episode going forward, we will tell you how many days it is from the recording date. So. Um, so there you have it. I don't know when we'll get a next trailer, um, but I'm sure once we get it, we'll kind of do the same thing and break it down break it because down. we like that. Um, all right, Chad. So Star Wars Celebration happened. I felt like um, I didn't feel like there's a ton of things that came what? out of it. Really? I don't know. Um, depends on, <laughs> it depends on, on how, how much of a nerd you are. Yeah, I guess. Um, but anyway, so uh, I don't know if you want to bring up anything you saw or um, anything you want to talk about. I know a couple of things were talked about or released. So. Uh, the main things I got to see, uh, being I worked at my, the comic shop the day, the first day of, or the main day where all the panels were being held, I did get to watch the 40th anniversary panel where basically Warwick Davis brought all the characters out that were around um, to just talk with George Lucas. I mean, George Lucas finally was at a celebration again. Um, they brought him out and just paraded his whole work in front of him, and everyone had super nice things to say to him. Um, it was cool to see him out there and just being George Lucas. There's definitely no PR speak from him. He's very tell you exactly what he's thinking. Um, but to just see you know Hayden Christensen come out to see yeah you know I mean Warwick Davis I thought did an awesome job of emceeing that. He was super energetic and a lot of fun. Um, but to see you know Peter Mayhew come out, to see Anthony Daniels come out and interact with George Lucas and like get up and walk around and reenact some of the things that happened to, you know in some of the movies and just have them all sit there and talk. Harrison Ford was there, which he hasn't been to celebration I don't think ever because this is was his first one he's ever been to, and he got to come out. Um, and obviously Mark Hamill was there, who was great. Um, but yeah, it was to see them all sit there and talk with George Lucas and Kathleen Kennedy come out and then Ryan, uh, no, Ryan didn't come out for that part. Uh, but it was super cool and fun as a Star Wars fan to just watch them all interact and talk about their fond memories. Yeah. So I got to see some of that. And I, um, for me, it was cool seeing Hayden Christensen come out just because, you know, first the, one he's been guy. to in like a decade or more. Yeah, so I mean, he got like a really warm reception, um, which was kind of cool to see. Um, and he came out with uh, it was Ian McDonald, uh, the Emperor. Yeah. 
and uh, McDermott, sorry. And they got to uh, – it's kind of cool seeing them, though, sitting next to each other. and um, They did uh, – work did a good interview, like uh, another panel, just something about the dark side. Ian McDermott and Warwick Davis sit there and talk. And to hear Ian McDermott talk about playing the Emperor and, like, sometimes where he was like he got sick or something – on one of the yeah. one of the shots, and it gave him like much more gravelly laugh and and talk, and he said it actually probably worked out better, and he he did the laugh, the emperor laugh on stage there. It was pretty awesome. Yeah, so now it was cool. That's pretty much like all I really got to see. I still need to go back and watch a bunch of them, um, but you know I don't have a cush job like you do. I so, had the I yeah. had a fortunate day that it worked out for me to uh, work for myself, which helps. I don't have to work for someone else. And uh, I can do things like that at a comic just... stop, at a comic show store where people come in and hey, look, the Star Wars stuff is on. That makes sense. Um, I did get to watch the uh, the Last Jedi panel, which led up to the trailer, which we just talked over. Um, and they introduced uh, Finn's partner in crime, which I know you've brought up in the past. The girl yeah. that he kind of does some some missions with, and we find out her name is Rose. That's her character's name, and she works maintenance for the Resistance. But uh, from what I understand, and what Ryan said, and even what Luke's or Luke Mark Hamill said when he came out, is that this her character is going to be play a real big part in this movie and the Resistance going forward. So she's going to be a main, a, a high. Nah, I'm trying to think of the word, but a, Did you a say falutin. I was, and that doesn't. <laughs> that uh, falutin's like. Uh, okay, like, I stopped. Like, it didn't like, say it because it, it doesn't just, fit. The like point is that she's going to be a main character um, and very important to the story going forward. High falutin, which is cool. You know what? <laughs> I stopped saying it, and anyway, so that was that was a cool one to watch uh, to hear Ryan talk about shooting the movie and working with all the actors. Daisy Ridley come out and talk, talk about working with Mark Hamill and working with Ryan. And Ryan's got this thing where he takes photos of everything. Like he's a, but now with his phone, he's got like old 35 millimeter camera that he takes black and white photos with. Um, and he's got thousands of shots from the movie, um, from behind the scenes and shooting that they did show some of them. Um, and they showed a real cool one with Carrie Fisher with her legs, her feet up on this like desk. Uh, which have been like one of the consoles where all the holograms come up. Her feet are up on the desk, and uh, Poe's character, um, his name escapes me all of a sudden, um, is standing right there. Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac, and they're talking. And he snapped a black-and-white photo of her just casually sitting there. Um, They talked about Carrie Fisher a lot. Uh, He had a photo taken of of her and him sitting on a bed with like all these scripts laid out and going over it. And from what I understand, she did some of the, what do they call it? Some of the work that she did with the scripts. Um, they have a specific word for it or name for it. Script doctor or something like that, where she helped write her lines movie as she was other movies. She did that for this last Jedi as well, which was pretty neat. So that's cool. So does he, does he like own those pictures then? You know, like I don't know. That's a good that's question. Like brilliant. I wonder if like side money. You know, yeah. Uh, he he said he had thousands of them. They probably showed ten, yeah. and then he was taking pictures as people were coming out. Right. They were being introduced from the stage, taking pictures of Daisy Ridley and Mark yeah. Hamill and all the people as they came out. 
Um, so very cool. I'm like, man, that would be. I'd love to have that. Oh, I, I I guarantee at some point down the road, of that. there'll be books of it. Yeah. You know, that would be that's a brilliant idea. It's like that very first picture, black and white picture we saw of the script reading yeah. uh, of the Force Awakens. Them all sitting in a circle with J.J. Abrams. That that type of stuff is real cool. Um, so yeah, that and then they ended that. Um, they gave a poster away to the crowd, which was the we should talk about that too. Uh, the red background poster with Ray's character holding a lightsaber up on one side of the, and the lightsaber like goes up into the sky. Um, and on one side you have Luke's face, on the other side you have Kylo Ren's face, and the the blade actually transitions from like blue to purple to red. Um, and they handed that one of those out to every everybody in the audience. Too. Yeah, and so that that looked like um, it looks like the old Jedi logo, and then it also harkens yeah. back to the original uh, Star Wars poster. What do you make though of like Luke being in red in that? That yeah, that dark dark chapter. Yeah. I mean, everything's been red. The logo is red. You know, for the Star Wars, the logo is red. Everything about this is a very. You even said the music is brooding. All of it is very dark side feeling, which again, second chapter of a trilogy, it's going to be the dark chapter, and that's probably why um, it'd be it'd look weird to put his side. Well, maybe it wouldn't have. Well, yeah, I mean, generally it's it's you know red. Uh, it's not red. Usually, red's yeah, reserved split. for you know. Yeah, maybe he's in the dark place. Yeah. Maybe that's why it's time for the Jedi to end because he's, he's a, a grump. Sith. He's a grumpy Sith. He's a Sith. He's the new Sith. He is Snoke. No, he has too much hair. Well, he puts a mask on. <laughs> uh, all right, so what else came out of it's that? A mask made of flesh no, of his stop enemies. It. Sorry. Just stop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the, the, there was a lot of other things. The Star Wars show had a live show pretty much the entire time. There's some real dumb stuff that happened. Um, you know, filler yeah. things where they weren't talking to anybody specifically. But uh, I did see one where they brought Jango Fett and Boba Fett out, the guys that played them in the prequel trilogies. Um, and talked to those guys, and then they brought out the guy who actually was in the suit um, in the original trilogies. Who he's an old, he's an old man now, um, and the three of them were on stage together and talked with with the fans. What about and stuff. the little kid, cool. the little Boba Fett? Was he there? He yeah, he there? was there. Yeah, he's like twenty yeah. something. Um, so yeah, him and the the Boba Boba Fett and Jenga Fett, and then the original Boba Fett. That's cool. I'll have to go back and watch that because they're all on YouTube yeah, still, that right? Was neat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's where I watched them live on YouTube. Yeah. So that was cool. And then they showed a lot of screens. Sh- like they had a camera on the stage and they would pan out and you'd, they'd be playing cantina music and stuff. And you'd see all the fans out there. I was going, man, look at all these nerds. And we, I remember thinking, Brian's like, yeah, we should go. And I'm like, yeah, if we would have gone, we would have been out there. I mean, they're dancing, oh, yeah. no. they're moving, and they're all like in their 40s. <laughs> And they look, I mean, they're, again, we'd fit right in, but they look like nerds. And I'm just going, guys, don't stop. stop Go on, dancing. though. We would not be stop. dancing. No. no, right. We'd be we looking at realized, we'd be looking at toys and, and stuff. Right. We realized don't dance, but these guys were, they were having a great time, which I envy them for being there and having a great time. But, <laughs> man, those guys are nerds. That's hilarious. If you were there... I'm happy for you, but man, if you were in those photos, you're a big old nerd, and that's cool. That's you're cool. a big old nerd, but that's cool. Big old nerd. You do yeah. you, man. You do you. So yeah, it was cool. There's a lot of very interesting things um, 
And there's a lot of things I'm sure that we'll, we missed and uh, won't talk about, but we can't be here forever. So as far as this podcast goes, but there are a few more things to discuss. I think. All right. Tonight. So. Yeah. So I think one of the things we can bring this up and then if, if you got something else, that's fine afterwards. But the, uh, I know they released the um, uh, footage or trailer for the star Wars battlefront game, battlefront two, yeah. um, which now mm-hmm. has a story mode to it along with, Correct. um, you know, the multiplayer and so on and so forth. Um, looks good. It is. It does. It is canon. Yeah. The story in the game is so, canon. Go ahead. Um, yeah. Just to give you a little brief overview of this, obviously I do the South Dakota Gamer podcast where we talked about this in depth. I won't go that far, but I'll give you a little bit on the story. Um, let's see here. You play as Aiden Versio. Um, so you play as a female, and she's Imperial. Um, she's a daughter of an Imperial Admiral um, on a planet that willingly gave itself up to the Empire and was happy with that choice. They weren't made slaves. Nothing bad happened. Um, and she became part of the Inferno Squad, which is the special forces group of the Imperial Navy, Army, whatever. Um the they showed some screenshots of them on the force moon of endor and they basically show this one part where there's this white you know uniform stormtrooper where his gun wasn't working so he's like there's a bunch of rebels around and he's trying to shoot and he's like hitting his gun because it's jammed or whatever and then you just see shots come from off the camera and all the rebels just fall and then you see these special you know inferno squad forces come up behind him he's like oh i didn't know we had special forces coming and one of them's like, yep, that's kind of the idea, Sergeant. And, like, pats him on the back as they walk past him. So she's part of that group. Um, and from what I understand, also, you'll sometimes switch between playing with her and also play. They specifically said you will play as Luke at some point in the story. Uh, but the planet she's from is Vardos. And it's obviously, as I mentioned earlier, an Empire-controlled planet. Um, she says that's where her story starts. The way it looks is on... Endor, and she sees in the distance the Death Star explode, which would be at the end of Return of the Jedi. And her, you know, it's going to span all eras, so you're going to get all the movies in it. And it's going to follow her trying to get vengeance for the Empire and what the Rebels did, these terrorists did to her, you know, who she's fighting for. And so it spans from that point all the way to 30 years later. Um, the Force Awakens and the New Order and her being part of that. So you'll play through that. Um, the Emperor will be part of the story. If you remember in the comics, um, he's, and even in Aftermath, has this contingency plan, which we talked about um, on, on this podcast. But he has the Sentinel droids, which look like the Royal Guard droids dressed in red with a hologrammed face. And then his face is on this hologram, and he carries out, these droids carry out the orders that he put in place if he were to die. And not anyone can just talk to these droids. It literally will take a blood sample from you before it, and to make sure you're at the right level of ranking before it gives you any information. But the Emperor's face comes on, and it gives instructions that he recorded before his death. Um, and so you see that in the trailer. So this will. And that's from the comics yeah, specifically. Um, yeah, but also some storylines from the, the books. Um, so this is part of canon, and it will play play a part in 
you know the backdrop as all the books have and everything like so, that too. So it looks so looks her character cool. makes it all the way through to uh, Force Awakens and all that. Yep, makes it at least to the point where the New Order yeah. is. I don't know exactly you know where that has, but she they have her saying a line in that backdrop that I remember my first orders from thirty years oh. ago. And that was to destroy the rebels, and she's still trying to, you know, fulfill. What if she that. becomes Captain Phasma? Nope. No? Doesn't no. Doesn't have an accent well. at all. Um, and all of a sudden, she puts a helmet on, and it gives her it's accent. Correct. But uh, it's the helmet. That's all that metal. No. Yeah, that'll, that'll give you a British accent. <laughs> um. So now I, she's part of, and there's also a book coming out called Inferno Squad, which is a precursor to the video game, um, and it's a full blown novel again, also canon. So it'll give you the backdrop of this Inferno Squad, which is brand new, but it's a special forces, you know, Imperial. Yeah. No, it looks good. It, uh, cool. you know, there's so there's going to be space battles, which we didn't get with, um, you know, the other uh, Star Wars Battlefront, um, and then yeah, you can. So you can do like uh, Darth Maul is going to be in it. You know, I mean everybody. So yeah, that'll be the that'll be multiplayer yeah, side. But yeah, correct. you still have the heroes you can play as. Right. Yeah. Yep. So um, and I guess the uh, the leveling up will be a little more in depth as well, from what I read. So. Yeah. Yeah. You'll be able to level your characters uh, a little more in depth than in the past. Uh, there really was you got levels, but it was just to give you currency to buy guns and stuff. Yeah. But this will actually unlock abilities. Uh, the heroes will level up separately too, um, as well as the the vehicles that you you find. Yeah, no, it looks good. I do have one complaint about it, which I'll talk later because it's going to be in, the, in a lump sum of of everything. But, um, okay, yeah. So look forward to that in a couple minutes. <laughs> uh, so what else you got, Chad? Uh, did you want to talk about the the new YouTube show that they're? Gonna yeah, that's do? fine. If we short? do that, that'll lead into my uh, my little rant. Um, okay, well so let's let's save uh, that for the end. Talk. Okay, Carrie Fisher, we she's we passed away. Talked about yes. that she was going oh. to be in episode nine. Yeah. That her brother and daughter said they're going to use previously shot footage from the other movies um, to put her in nine, and. Kathleen Kennedy came out and at Celebration said, nope, that's not true. She will not be in Episode 9. So no Carrie Fisher after Last Jedi. Right. And I guess so they had to rewrite uh, Episode 9 because they had already had it going. I guess the uh, actually the first uh, script reading is like in a matter of weeks or it's already happening. That's cool. Um, yeah. So they're like well on their way. Um, Very cool. What else you got? Um, do you want to talk about Thrawn at all? Uh, you know, maybe we should say that we're already, uh, okay. running, That's fine. running late here. So, um, that is all I have. Then, all right. Well, other than the, well, uh, go ahead and bring that up. Cause then I'm going to, gonna, yeah. Apparently. Um, I'll, I'll let you bring that up. The new, uh, the new YouTube show heroines. You want to read it? Talk about it. Go ahead. Yeah. Does it, does it have an official title? Uh, Forces of Destiny, is it not? Forces of Destiny. Yeah. That's it. That's right. Yeah. Which, which yeah, many, yeah, people thought that was going to be episode eight um, because they saw that Disney had bought that <laughs> website. Um, but yeah, it's not. So tell us about uh, Forces of Destiny, Chad. So it's a new animated show and 16 YouTube episodes. Um, and they, they're calling them shorts. 
Um, so it's not like the Clone Wars. It's not like Rebels exactly. It's a 2D animated show, which is the first of the, that they've done for this. Um, Dave Filoni is involved pretty heavily. Uh, the main the main focus of the characters here are Leia, Padme, Ahsoka, Sabine, Rey, and Jin. So the females they're going to focus mainly on them. They will have male characters as well. Um, C three PO is going to be there. Chewbacca is going to be there. Um, Poe and Ray or Poe and Finn also will be part. I even think I saw that they said Luke will be part of it at some point in there. So it's not just only girls. It will have everyone involved to some degree. Um, and on July eighth or no, in July the first eight episodes will go up on YouTube. And then later in the fall, the second eight episodes will go up on YouTube. So this won't show up on Disney XD. Um, yeah, I doubt you'll get this ever on Netflix. This is just going to be a YouTube show that you can watch. I don't know. They didn't give a specific number of minutes that I saw um, on how long the episodes will be, but they did call them shorts. So yeah. So I um so I said another article on uh, from Entertainment Weekly. They do a lot of Star Wars stuff, by the way. So that's the only reason I actually get it. <laughs> Um, but, uh, and they had a thing about it. And, um, so a couple notes on it and then, um, I'll, I'll give my little spiel, but, um, yeah, so it's going to be Leia, Jyn Erso, um, Hera is going to be in it. Sabine, Ahsoka, um, they'll all be in it at some point or another. Um, and then let's see. Oh, uh, Maz, her character is going to be it. narrating it. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, so here's to give you kind of like what it's going to be like. So one, one story is, uh, Ray finds her battling the, let's see, Ray's battling the, um, thieving scavenger Tito to protect BB-8 before their fateful encounter with Finn on Jakku. Um, another one is Princess Leia, um, set before the battle of Hoth was literally inspired by a deleted scene from the empire strikes back in which she, C-3PO, and Chewie face down a ferocious Wampa who's trapped inside the Rebel uh, ice base. Um, so he says, Rebels will intersect with the original trilogy and another short that features, so this was interesting, Hera joining Leia and Han on the Ewok world of Endor during the time of Return of the Jedi. So I'd imagine she would have been like a little Twi'lek. Um, so that's that. Now, my my thing here, not to sound chauvist, chauvinistic, if I can say that word properly. Um, you know, we had Ray for The Force Awakens, Jyn Erso for uh, Rogue One. We have um, the the Star Wars Battlefront, which I realize is not a movie, but the you know the new one coming out, Battlefront Two. They finally put a story mode in it, and it's about a, a woman or a girl. Um, I mean, come on, <laughs> right? Where's all the dudes? There's no, there's no other than Kanan and Ezra who's on rebels, which nobody, you know, the mainstream star Wars fans not going to really know about that. Mm-hmm. There's no like good guy, star Wars character. That's a Jedi and uses a lightsaber. And I know we're going to get Luke, but he's a grumpy right. old man. Who wants well, to destroy the Jedi? You know what I mean, though. Like Ben Solo could still be a double agent. He could be good. <laughs> no, 
don't know. Don't he say killed no. his dad. You like, can't you be know? good. You can't kill your dad and be good, secretly mm. good. That makes no mm. sense. Wow. No. So I just I, I get it. Like they want girls to like Star Wars, and I'm I'm okay with that. I'm fine with it. But come on, man. Like everything's about the girls now. There's no like yeah. leading character that's that's a guy. There, it's all about the women now. Yeah, I mean you're not wrong. They that they are definitely leaning that way with the leads are have been women in the the main Star Wars things. Um, I don't necessarily think that these are these specific shorts are like. I, I guess they push you over the edge a little bit because they're specifically about women, and I get that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean I get it. But there are there are definitely men involved. Han Solo was a pretty big part of, of Force Awakens. Um, Luke will definitely be a big part of The Last Jedi. Uh, you know, so I don't... Okay, so I mean, Han I, Solo died. Luke's okay. an old grump. You, you keep using that as if we know not, how the movie's going to go. He's uh, a big part of it. He is. He's going to uh, be her mentor okay. and trainer. I but. don't know, man. It's just, it's just uh, you know, come on. Yeah, come on. Where's the guy? Where's, like, the leading guy? It's Star Wars. I don't know. And and so I'm looking at so for one this article is titled "Feminist Force," all right. So there's that, yeah. but they're showing like what these because uh, of this "Force is a Destiny" thing. They're they're selling these dolls. I mean they're like Star Wars Barbie dolls of like Jin and Leia and Ray and and them like. Why do you have? A, why is that a big deal? Why does that matter that they're selling toys? It's just it's just obvious that it's just a push. To, to sell to get more girls in the Star Wars, which I'm okay with. I'm okay. Sure. Look, Princess Leia was a very strong woman character, you know. And you know, I, I don't understand why now there's just this like obvious agenda to where it's you you remove almost you know all the masculinity out of it and just put all women as the leads. I don't get it. It's 2017, Brian. I don't know if you know that. I do I'm not. Know it, I'm not but... saying that that's that doesn't make it okay. I'm just saying that's why. Um, I agree. There should be more. I don't have a problem with having the women in it at all. But I think there should. It, it sure would be nice to have a little bit of balance. It feels like you're just going from one end yeah. to the complete opposite end. Here's and, what I want. Know, Here's I want to see. Uh, I know. That, I don't know if they're going to be called Jedi now or or what. But mm-hmm. whatever it is, when you have the Force and you use a lightsaber, now after this movie. Mm-hmm. I want to see somebody like that alongside Ray. Have two of them. What's wrong with maybe, that? A boy well, maybe, and a girl. Maybe Finn. Maybe Finn is force sensitive, and he figures eh. it out too. I mean, I don't. I don't think so. Yeah, maybe not. If, if that happens, I'm okay with. They'd it. They'd have to introduce a brand new character in the yeah. second movie. I don't know that they do that, but well, I'm just saying. You know. I my my boys and I get it now. A girl can go and pick out any Star Wars character she wants, but like my boy, you know, if they want a good guy Jedi, they don't have one. It's they have Luke for for they a guy. Still have the best, yeah, Luke from Return of the no, Jedi, which they are we have going to have a Luke character figure toy yeah, from Last an Jedi, old dude, who is the an most old guy. powerful, as you already I said, understand. Force understander and Jedi he may, ever. He may turn out to be a, a a jerk in this one. 
possibly, quite possibly, he's an old curmudgeon who burnt down the Jedi Temple <laughs> and who's gonna, you no, know what I mean? You can't, you can't poo all over Ray's dreams. Beloved hero into the, uh, an old angry man that everyone's gonna be like, I don't like this guy anymore. <laughs> Everyone loves Luke. <laughs> Everyone loves Mark Hamill, and they yeah. love Luke Skywalker. They're not going to make Luke Skywalker a, a an angry old man that just I don't want to go fight anybody. You don't take my lightsaber. I don't want it. I don't do that <laughs> stuff anymore. No, there he's going to be I'm strong. Saying, it, he's going to be the most powerful. You're going to see him do things in this movie. I fully believe that we have never seen done from a jet like. Anakin Skywalker and Obi-Wan flipping and doing all these things. We're going to see Luke use the Force with his abilities that we have never, ever seen done in a movie. He's going to be the, the superstar Force user. Rey is the up-and-coming, and she's obviously the hero of the story, the main character. But Luke is going to be the strongest one and the most powerful we've ever seen. So he's going to be a cool lead character still. That's not going to go away. Do you think... You think we'll see him use a lightsaber? Oh, yeah. I, I fully believe we will. But I think his strength is going... I mean, he is known for being very good with the lightsaber. Picked it up super fast, whatever. But I think with the, the direction they're going with the Force, we're going to see him use the Force. Because you can't get old man Mark Hamill doing flips. You know, and doing weird, crazy, acrobatic things. He's going to be using the Force in a way that's never been done. Um, and, and the CGI is going to be so much better than... Dooku pulling down these rocks and you know Yoda having to hold them up. You're gonna see Luke do some pretty amazing things. I mean, just look at what they've got Ray doing with her hand on the ground and the rocks levitating around her hand. I mean, that like I said, that's a Superman thing. That's a cool thing. Luke's gonna be able to do crazy things, and I think we're gonna be blown away with that. So I think your boys are gonna be fine, and Dude. my boy will be fine with a Luke Skywalker figure. Here's the thing. I agree with you. I don't like that they're doing all women. It's pushing it one way. I like the characters that they've made. I have not had a problem with that. But I have a girl who's seven. She's okay with Star Wars. She definitely doesn't love it as much as Carter does and as much as your boys do and we do. But to be able to... She likes Rey. She thinks Rey is cool. She liked Jin. Maybe not as much. But she definitely likes Rey a lot. And for me to be able to... At this point, like right now, before Force Awakens... They all they all both have toys in the rooms, and she has some Star Wars stuff. But all she has is one Leia figure, with the, she's got like a princess robe on, and that's that's her Star Wars. That's the extent of what she can get for Star Wars before Episode Seven. Like there are literally no other women at all, and now she can get a Ray figure that has a lightsaber, and she is cool. And yes, those those look like the action figures, but they're the girl versions. That's cool for her. And I think that's cool. Yes, I think they should. I still want Carter to be able to get a cool action figure guy, and you got to have one for your shelf. But I think it's cool that she can get a, you know, Sabine character if she wants, or a, or a Ray figure with it with a lightsaber, and bring her into Star Wars a little bit more, and she can, you know, kind of enjoy it more like her brother and with her brother and stuff. And again, I'm okay with that, but you know, I just equal opportunity. You again, force light. It was exact. Is it was exact opposite for, before you know? this is a thing. Like the literally the only figure she and could what get was, was a lamp okay. figure, and she's not getting the sexy. Oh bikini no! One. All right, well I understand it's that. It's not happening. She's not getting the sexy what? bikini one because you know. Oh jeez. Well, yeah. Okay, well, on that so, note, <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, but you know, too. 
you know, they got Captain Phasma. So that's, I mean, yeah, you got Captain Phasma, you got Jen Erso, you got, I mean, there's a ton of them. Ray, Sabine, Leia. There are, there are a lot of girls. I'm playing devil's advocate <laughs> so, here a little bit, but. I understand. And again, I'm not, to your point, all excellent characters. They've done very well with the story, but, you know. You're going to get a cool Luke figure, for sure. And when Kylo Ren becomes good, you'll have a real cool. He's not going to become good. You can't kill your dad and then become good. That makes no sense. Absolutely April no sense. 24th, the day of this recording. Brian says, absolutely <laughs> no way. Let's see if that happens. No way. You can't kill your dad and then be the good guy. Mm. I'm going to have a heart. Especially when it's Han Solo, like a beloved sure. character. You think Chewie's going to let that fly? That's why Chewie didn't kill him. So I truly only shot to wound because he knows Ben and he still loves well, him. Oh, yeah, to keep him for the next episode. He still loves him. He still loves him. Chewbacca grew up with little Ben Solo, man. He tussled his hair. Oh, it sounds weird. He gave him piggyback rides. Making some, you're making some assumptions. For all you know, they could have hated each mm. other. Chewbacca could have been jealous. Sure. sure. Yeah. <laughs> Chewbacca just growled every time he so. came around. He went and peed in the corner. Made him him pee his pants. Went and peed in the corner every time the boy came in. (laughs) No, I met Chewbacca. He roars and uh, Ben. Oh, no, Chewbacca pees in the corner like a pet. Yeah. When he's he's jealous about something else that's around. Yeah. That's that's what happened. Takes a a dump Uh, in the floor. Starts throwing it. (laughs) (laughs) Throwing it. That's oh, Chewie's mad again. <laughs> Chewie's pooping in the corner. Way to go, man. I just had to have a kid. Uh, oh, boy. Well, must be getting late. We're making no sense. Yeah. So. We, we didn't mention Rebels. Um, they yeah. did show a trailer for season four of that, which is confirmed as the last season. Uh, Filoni did say that it will not end with the Battle of Scarif. Although he thought that was a cool idea, and he hopes that someone tells that story from the ghost's point of view, that's not how they'll end the show, because then you'll already know how the show ends, because you know how Rogue One ends, and that's not interesting, basically. So will it, do you think it'll end after the battle? No, like it'll, it'll end before it. Before? Yeah, it'll end before any of that is even We'll, we'll have to do mentioned. some predictions, Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. So That uh, comes out this what, September, I think? Yeah, September, yep. I think. So, so, all right. There well, you go. I think we're gonna wrap this thing up. Put a bow on it. Okay. Um, a nice pink bow that a girl would wear. No, half pink, half blue. You know, equal opportunity. <laughs> um. So no, we uh, we appreciate you listening to uh, to this episode. Um, join us next week when we think Binab will will be back. At some point, we'll have another debate, um, but between Chad and I. Um, once and it'll we get be, that thing are there too many women the in movies? <laughs> <laughs> um, until then, have a great week. We appreciate you listening, and be sure to check back next week. Bye.